Good afternoon, good afternoon. I'm taking a quick break. This is Cheryl Howard, the inspirational and empowerment strategist. Coming to you from CherylHoward.com and GetWhyLifeBack.com. Those are my two websites if you want to know more about me and more about my events. If you want to sign up, get on my emailing list and become part of my tribe. Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for joining in. This is going to be, I'm trying to make this quick because I do got some things, some places I got to run out to. But so I've been doing a lot of um, broadcasting on relationships but also communication. So I thought about this would be an informative um, broadcast, something to go live with because a few people that I've been coaching lately and counseling, we've been working on living on purpose, living their purpose, stepping out on their purpose and passion and learning how to monetize their purpose and passion and connecting with people in real time and on social media. So what I found, and I'm sure a lot of people can um, identify with this, may, two major things that are holding back a few of the clients that I've been working with. One of them is fear. The other one is a lack of social skills. And sometimes we ignore that, but you know social skills are very important to our development. They're very important in business. Every aspect of our life, social skills are necessary. So if you're a person who feel like you have a lot of greatness in you, there's a lot of things you want to say, places you want to go to, people you want to meet, you have to increase your social skills. You have to improve your social skills, your social networks, your social settings. You have to expand your circles. And the only way to do that is to learn to become more social. So I think this will be very um, good for those who may be introverted or someone who always isolate themselves and they're not surrounded by a lot of people. And what I found in my clients is that those individuals who battle with those two things, they're more unhappy. They're unhappy. They're not connecting with anyone. You know, I believe God put us here to connect with people. He even said it's not good that man should be alone. So even Adam and the God had, had to have a mate that he can identify, that he can communicate with, that he can relate to, can't relate to the animals. So it makes logical sense that we connect with other people. And so I've been working with them, helping them to come out of that they bubble the bubble that they're they created for themselves because number another reason is it's unhealthy. It's not great. You may have a need. Something may happen. You need to connect with other people. A lot of people would say it's good when you move to a, another city or state. It's good to move where you know a few people at because you never know who you might need. And so that's not even being codependent. That's just being um, using some wisdom and, and putting some thought into, you know, decisions that you make and people you need to connect with. So anyway, I kind of want to discuss these two things. Um, that may be holding you back from living your purpose and your passion. And like I said, one of them is a lack of social skills and the other one is fear. So I wrote some notes down because I didn't want to forget and be jumping all over the place. But lack of social skill, I already went into the importance of connecting with people, networking. You also can miss divine relationships, divine connections when you isolate yourself. So let me just back up a little bit. The people that I am working with, they feel that they are called and they have a purpose and passion to be speakers, to be coaches. Um, some of them even have a certification mm -hmm. in coaching. I'm like, what are you doing with that? What are you doing with that? And um, uh, in, other, in businesses, entrepreneurs, that's the other word I'm looking for, they want to start their own business. So I asked them, what is their circle? And I'm asking those powerful questions. Who have you been connecting with? Um, what are your social circles? Circles, circles. How are you promoting your 
content? How are you promoting your businesses? And <laughs> it's so shocking that they're not utilizing social media at all, at all. I said, that's one thing you're going to have to work on. You're going to have to be present. You're going to have to show up. You're going to have to let people know you exist because they're not going to knock on your door. That's very rare. And you can't grow a business like that. And how are you going to get speaking engagements? How are you going to um, help people make a positive impact on other people's lives if no one knows who you are, if you stay in a place of isolation, very unhealthy? So. Lack of social skills, so they need to improve that area. And so the solution was for me, from me to them, was to join some groups. Join groups in the community, join some orgs, some institutions, go on social media. There are wonderful groups on Facebook that have the same vision, the same purpose. They're working together. I have a few groups that I am a part of, very instrumental in my own development of my um, career and passions and purpose. Hope you guys can see me. Trying to get some decent lighting. Yeah, they want to be too bright and have this bright light shining over my head. So I, you know, that's that was my advice to them. And like I said, social media networks, some local clubs, church groups, some outings. And and my other advice was for them to stay on course and to cut out the distractions that when they set their goal, cut out the distractions, things that would deter them from their focus, which one of them is increasing their socialization and activities and explore these other places that they connect with other individuals, other like-minded individuals that will actually help them live a more purposeful and meaningful life. So when I say purpose, I don't only mean uh, that that business or that thing you that one thing you want to do, but a purposeful life. You're doing things that are meaningful, not only meaningful to you, but they're meaningful to other people that you interact with. Am I making any sense? You know, life more fulfilling is boring and it's depressing in my mind to not be surrounded, not surrounded, but not be connected with other people. I don't, it don't have to be a big circle. You can have a small circle of three, four, five people as far as having friendships and acquaintances. But if you're saying that you are called to be an entrepreneur and a speaker and a coach and a counselor and you want to create your own um, business and empire and all this great stuff that you have in you, you and, and it hurts me so bad. I'm like, oh my God, I get frustrated. Not frustrated as an angry at them, but angry at the fear the crippling fear that kind of keeps them from stepping out on faith and doing things they love to do. And I can see the unhappiness in them. I'm like, wow, if you were to open yourself up and join certain circles and groups, your life would be more meaningful. And then what happens is when you do connect with other people who are like-minded or in these different social groups, you find um, connections and collaborations. Maybe somebody has an answer to a problem that you have, a solution that may change the whole course of your life and your journey. But if you choose to stay isolated, you can't get that greatness out. So I'm going back to the frustration of seeing all of this greatness in other people. And sometimes they don't realize who they are or they do, but they scared to step out do something different and sometimes we have to do that right we have to do something different make sometimes that we've never done before step out on faith look i am one to just do stuff i just told someone yesterday i'll do it's not that i don't ever experience fear oh trust me there's many times i did stuff knee knocking hand shaking and everything but i did it afraid because it's more scary and fearful to me than not see myself do things and and 
live my purpose and some passions and have a more meaningful life and have great relationships in different places. Hey, having friends in different states is fun because you have, I just say, that's another place for me to go and visit. I can go visit this person. I can go visit this person. So again, more meaningful, more purposeful, making an impact. You miss out on blessings. You miss out on great opportunities, divine our connections when you are not when you're lacking so you have such a lack in social skills and you don't put yourself out there you don't connect with other people like I said no one's saying to join a hundred groups maybe one group or two groups one on social media like Facebook group or or some other social um, Twitter and then some real life local groups that you may find out about or, or, or ask around about you know go on a meetup some people joined me though. I did as well. When I first moved down to Virginia, I said, well, let me connect with some people because I don't know any only people I know here is my family. So let me connect with some people, some meetups and sometimes get together and, and uh, people have different um, activities that you have interest in, you know, and with, with discernment and wisdom, participate in those type of groups. So there's so many ways to become more social now. So it's just not limited to if you don't know anybody in your neighborhood. Because that was my issue down here. Like, I, you know, people today, don't, doesn't they do not seem as social or as, what's the word, friendly or, you know, just communicate with you if they don't know you. So sometimes some, and I'm always that person, I'll speak and, I, and I'll start, init I'll initiate maybe a co conversation with someone. But I mean, other than that, People don't communicate like they used to where you can meet somebody random in the street and have these long conversations and really connect with individuals. You may have that sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't turn out to be anything. So now that we have the World Wide Web and you got to be careful because we know that, you know, there's evil out there, too. That's another avenue that you can use to increase your socialization. So I'm going to go down some of the points that I highlighted that are different ways that you can increase your social skills and work at becoming more independent and less codependent, meaning you're not hiding behind somebody else, somebody else who's social and you're just like along the side and you got all this greatness in you, all these things that you want to do and you're sitting there thinking and I mean, <laughs> thinking of things or, or, oh, wow, I can do this and I can do that. And I'm sure a lot of people, some of us have said that when we see other people doing what we love to do. Now, some of us knew that eventually, eventually we would get there. And so we use these people to encourage us. Other people just hide behind these individuals forever and never step out. Never. St and then it's funny because when you like that and I've been around people like that and when you do hear them talk or speak. It's like, wow, you got all this inside of you. Where did that come from? You and me being a spiritual midwife. I'm like, we got to get that out. We got to get that out. Okay, so learning to increase social skills, becoming more independent, of, more independent of your support and able so you can work towards stepping out on faith and living a more purposeful life and fulfilling your dreams and your visions. So, social, I mentioned one, no more hiding. Another point is, another um, method is explore your underlying feelings and concerns of conflict. So sometimes we have to go inside ourselves. And yes, I always mention, sometimes you're going back to your childhood because there's something that might have happened that might have hindered your development when it came to increasing your social skills. And so start out by building up your inner man, your spiritual self, by knowing God, by knowing how God feels and think of you. And because I am a Christian life strategist and a Christian life coach. I'm always using biblical principles or the word because that's where I got my confidence and my self-esteem from was just 
reading God's word and understanding that he loves me and who I am and then started seeing the more I started seeking him the more I started seeing what my purpose and my passion is and started connecting with other people you know godly people and I mean life just changed for the better compared to my childhood and teenage years so that spiritual self knowing how God feels and think of you versus what you feel and think of yourself so one example is following after King David's confidence. I like this confidence. David, King David said in the Bible, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So that's the confidence right there. Right there. David said, I know this full well. So he had to get to a point where he sat, had such confidence in God that he knew that God fearfully and wonderfully made him. God loved him. He took out the time to fashion and shape him. So he acknowledges that. So that's the first point, And that's that building up that inner self before you can come to that conclusion. Next part of the scripture says, okay, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place before he entered into his mother's womb. In the secret place. When you thought about, when God thought about you, when I, he said, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written. Let me turn to the other page, like I said, because I got some notes here. God encourage somebody, especially somebody who, who is actually experienced this, that I'm talking about, that lack of socialization, no skills, you're not connected with any people, yet you're crying. I don't know anybody. Um, I want to do this and I want to start that. I don't know. I'm telling you where you can start now. And I'm giving you some pointers and some things that you can start working on to improve those in those areas. He said, what written in the book before one of them came to be. This is Psalms 139 verses 13 through 16. I'm reading for the, from the national, I'm sorry, from the NIV um, version of the Bible. So read the whole chapter. And get really get more. There's more meat in that whole in that whole chapter. But I thought that was a good example. So and another point, number three, I think I'm up to enhancing your quality of life again, meaningful life, purposeful life, exchanging ideas, exchanging wisdom. I mean, there's so much that when you learn to connect with other individuals and you build these wonderful positive relationships with other people. Um, you never know what comes out of that. Oh, my God, there's so many things. But anyway, so enhancing your quality of life, starting by increasing your confidence and self-esteem. This starts with transforming your mind, the way you feel and think about yourself. Examine why you feel the way you do, but don't stay stuck there. I mean, I like the Freudian and I like Rogerian method. Freudian is, for those of you, most of you know, Sigmund Freud was an a, a, a analyst um, and a theorist and a psychologist. But... Sometimes you have to go back to understand why the root, and but don't stay stuck there. Now, the Nigerian from Carl Rogers theory, which I like, that's where a lot of solution-focused theories come out of, and solution-focused approaches to counseling and coaching comes from Carl Rogers, so we call Rogerian theories, because he focuses on solutions. Okay, so how are we going to change that today? What can you do now to make your life better? What can you do now to enhance your quality of life, to add more meaning, to find solutions so you can go on and live a more positive life? So then you have positive um, psychology that comes out of that as well. So, I'm going to get into another scripture that will help 
you learn to re how to renew your mind or to remind you to renew your mind. So transforming your mind, which will positively change your self-concept. Your self-concept is the way you think other people see you. Because sometimes we have all this going on in our head and we have our own perception of what other people think of us. But a lot of times people see the insecurity. They see the lack of confidence. They see the lack of social skills. And because you walk around actually advertising it, whether you know it or not. So a lot of times people would treat you the way you treat yourself. Revelation for somebody, people will treat you according to the way you treat yourself. So remember that. So I'm going to read from Romans 12 and 1. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Thanks for joining in. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will for your life. So spiritually, understand that. That you have to be having a transforming and a renewing of the mind. And I kind of went through already how you can start doing that. Working on, and sometimes one of the major things is changing your language. The things that you say come out your mouth. Sometimes we walk in what we call self-fulfilling prophecy. Where you start speaking things and you actually live that way because that's what you believe. So I have another whole teaching on your core beliefs and how they impact your relationships. Not only with your, your uh, partner. But with your family or friends, your working relationships, change that, that core. So if your core beliefs are negative, you're going to have to change your dialogue. You're going to have to change your language. You're going to have to speak positive things until you believe it. Remember earlier I read with David, David's confidence was, God, I know full well that you fearfully and wonderfully made me. So he came to the conclusion that God loved him and he and he took time to carefully construct and, and, and cultivate and, and create him. So after he came to that conclusion, from then on, it was nothing but the wonderful attributes that God has and what God has given him. For us to walk in that, there have to be a renewing of the mind. David had a renewing of the mind based on, again, his relationship with God and with other people. So... There is a change that has to take place up here. Then there'll be change that'll take place in here. And then once you take, get, have that transformation in your mind and heart, then you have a transformation in your life, your everyday walk with other people. Then you add meaning and purpose to your life. So that's that scripture. The other point, number four, is encourage yourself. Again, you're changing the language. So you're encouraging yourself. If you got to use positive affirmations, if you got to use scripture, like I do in my in Christian life coaching and counseling, I do that. We we need that. We need to be, if nobody else believe it, you need to believe it first in the first place. Like I said, people will treat you according to the how you treat yourself. So important. I think I'm up to number five. Apply disciplines of faith. We are talking about things that may be holding you back from living your purpose and passion. So another point is apply the disciplines of faith. Develop an action plan. You hear this all the time, but everything, just, every, just about everything we do needs some kind of action plan. How I'm going to do this, how I'm going to do that. Give yourself homework, a homework assignment. Journal down your thoughts. Journal down your core beliefs and then find some positive uh, affirmation or scripture to counteract that negative core belief. So you can, this is how you begin to change that language that you have, that negative inner language you have, that self-defeating 
thought and mindset. And let me tell you, when you build up confidence and you have a higher level of self-esteem, you will start to attract. Remember, we're talking about increasing your social circles, circles. And this is one way to do it. When you walk in that confidence and a higher self-esteem, guess what? You attract, again, like-minded individuals and you're open to become part of somebody else's circles and some networks and some groups out there. It will change your life completely. So give yourself all of that, the journaling of your thoughts and your feelings. Write down the, okay, write down any stresses. That's another point I wrote down. Write down any stressors and issues you think are conflicts in towards your progress. You need to know what triggers you. You need to know those uh, little vices or things that hinder you, hinder your growth, hinder your progress. And then so you know what to work on. You know, you don't want to be ignorant of these things. And then you become more self-aware. I just did a scope on that the other day. The power, the power of being self-aware, the power of mindfulness and thoughtfulness. That's, that's a scope I did about two days ago. That was very good, too, dealing with relationships. And all this is still under relationship that I'm focusing on for November because this is still building relationships with other people but learning how to increase your social skills. So this can, knowing your triggers and things that stress you, that cause conflicts, this can help you understand and work on ways to reduce your stressors. So if it's something simple as learning to take deep breaths, okay, knowing that you're about to maybe join a group or a circle for the first time because you've been that isolated person, that person that's very introverted, um, often go on your own self-retreats by yourself, never interacting with a lot of people, yet you say you have greatness and there's a lot of things you want to do and most of the things you want to do are people-oriented. So, hello, you have to connect with other people. So you have to do something. So if you can just even take deep, three deep breaths, in your nose, out your mouth. I do it all the time before I meet with clients, before I go into, um, especially I do a lot of trauma-focused therapy. I have to because I don't know what to expect to come out of a session. I don't know if somebody's going to start yelling and cursing and screaming or throwing a chair at me. Not at me, but throwing a chair. Haven't had that experience yet, but I have some um, co-workers and colleagues who've had people thrown things at them because we're in the mental health field, so we deal with a whole lot of behaviors, and we try to help people understand the trauma and where the trauma started. So, all of, so a lot of this is coming from that too, because it does um, affect us in a lot of things that we do, and it's good to be self-aware. So, um, this can help you understand to reduce and impact the effects of those stressors and those conflicts. Your inner conflict and the outward, outward conflict on your overall health and obtaining your goals, faith and works. I got ready, set, go. Um, the last point, number six. No, this is continue from develop your action plan. Actually, that was apply the disciplines of faith. This is develop your action plan. Sorry about that. Give yourself, no, I did go over this, giving yourself homework. Yes, I'm sorry, guys. This can help you understand and work on reducing the impact of stress of stressors and over. okay so I finished everything basically that's it um, I hope that this was helpful for somebody who is struggling with the lack of social skills and have problems maybe even connecting with other individuals so you do have to do some kind of inner work and I mention that a lot because I realize when I'm counseling and I'm coaching people do have a lot of inner work to do that's why I am more of a strategist than a coach because we gonna have to implement some stuff that's gonna have to change your life have to change the way you think the way you feel because that will affect everything that you do and that will affect people around you so you be blessed if you feel this was helpful for someone else, share the scope with them. 
You can still go after this finish. You can share the replay with them and go to Twitter and you can access it from there. My Facebook page, for those of you who want to follow me on Facebook, because I'm going to be doing shows on Facebook on Thursdays, and November is going to be focused on building healthy relationships, so the talk will continue. That's facebook.com forward slash Cheryl Howard dot get your life back, because the name of my um, business is Get Your Life Back Inspirational Life Coaching. You can also go to my website at CherylYHoward.com, and you can please Sign, join my email list so I can send you more wonderful, meaningful content. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you want to know any events I have coming up, maybe in your city, I am doing a tour now for single ladies based out of my Single Woman of Purpose Academy where we discuss getting life back after divorce. So just being single or being a single mom or uh, uh, someone who wants to maybe supplement their income, learn how to monetize their passion and their purpose, learn how to work on that self-improvement, which is some of the things I was talking about today. That's self-improvement. Um, all of that will be part of that tour. And, you know, I'm looking for different cities to come to. So if you have an event, a conference, or something similar like that, invite me. Hey, thanks for joining in. Ah, oh, Terry, I wish you would have came in the beginning, girl. <laughs> but please watch the replay. But if you have an event coming up, or you're planning an event and you're looking for an inspirational and empowerment strategist, I will gladly come to. I love helping to build up other people. That is my call, my mandate, and one of my purpose and passion. Hey, V, I would catch, yes, please catch the replay. I would have loved your input. would have been so great. But um, it's good. I was talking about three, two things that may be holding people back from... Um, what is it? Back from living their purpose and their passion. And just two of the things I mentioned was, real quick, socialization, social skills, and fear. Overcoming fear and overcoming the lack of social skills, right? Because we need to be social. And this is based out of people that I've been coaching and counseling recently. And it just really frustrated me because I'm like, wow, these two individuals, they happen to be women. They have so much inside of them. They want to be coaches. They want to be speakers. They want to be entrepreneurs. And they have all this greatness inside of them. But what's holding them back is the lack of social skills. They, they have an issue or, or um, struggles with forming healthy relationships or um, because there's, both of them happen to be introverts. <laughs> but I mean, to the degree where it, it don't allow them to kind of connect with other people. So I mentioned some different ways earlier where they can connect with other people. And some of them may just... Be jo join a Facebook group or something with someone, you know, who have the same um, purpose or like-minded individuals. There's wonderful groups that they can research. So I kind of went into that and then in their community, they can maybe find something, maybe, you know, some community organizations or groups or clubs that they can join to kind of start working on that. Because if you want to be that person to connect with people and make an impact on people and you run a people business or, or purpose then you need to connect with other people. They need to dig deep to figure out why that, yes, and that's what I just covered too. Awesome, that is so true. So I always go back to that end of work and I kind of went Freudian a little bit and Rogerian because I said like Freud, you know, always finding out what's the root of it. The Rogerian coming from Carl Rogers theory is one of my, these are two of my favorite theories, is because now you know the why, let's work on the solutions of what you can do today to make a positive impact for tomorrow that will always hold, always hold them back. Always be crippling. And always seeing other people doing things, but, and they don't realize these people had a lot of same issues that they had, but they had to do it afraid. They had to step out. So even just one step, do one thing differently is what I mentioned earlier, that can change their whole life. 
And so I just wanted to encourage somebody today who have those struggles. Because like I said, these two women, I'm like, oh my God, they're deep. They got wisdom. I mean, these women are phenomenal. And I'm in all my... Girl, you need to be on the road. You need to be out there. Someone needs to hear this message, this story. So they sitting on these gifts and talents. So me being a spiritual midwife, I'm like, we got push. We got to get that out. We have to get that out of you. When will you be on again so I can support you? Well, you know what? I don't even know now. I'm starting to kind of do this thing consistently more now. This was kind of random, but Thursdays on my Facebook Live, I'm going to be. November is focused on healthy relationships. Communication, all that great stuff, whether it's with your loved one, your boo, or family and friends. And then and uh, for Periscope, I'm not sure. Maybe if I remember, I try to let you know that I'm getting ready to go live. <laughs> so I'm trying to be more consistent. It's so funny. You start following, you start developing following, and the people looking for, like, where are you? Okay, I'll tag you. Thank you so much for your support. Thanks for coming and tuning in. Let me get back now. This was a half of my lunch break, but I just wanted to come on real quick because this thing was on my mind, and I really wanted to be a help to somebody else, and I gave them some spiritual and natural things that they can do to enhance and increase their social skills. Anyway, have a good um, afternoon, and I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.